Hey everybody, this is Henry Bourne alongside my good friend. What's up, I'm Chet Jameson. And this is the Muni Pros Podcast. Uh, Chet, we are back. it has been how long? <laughs> Four weeks. Four weeks, I think. So for those of you not aware, Chet is in the throes of elementary education. <laughs> <laughs> He's. I never passed third grade. Yeah, he's currently in third grade. There, it's long division, um, and I believe moving on to fractions now. Yeah. Oh, and fractions are tough, and yeah. don't even get him started. He's now reading chapter books. Oh man. Um, but yeah. So Chet, no, Chet's busy with school. Uh, my career has. Uh, not. I'm not gonna say career. My job has gotten a little busier. And life has just been a little crazy, right, Chet? That's right. One thing to note before we even jump into golf stuff, uh, Mr. Cheddarbug is now officially legal to purchase alcohol. Oh, my cow. He's 21, folks. We He turned 21 in March. Everybody wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Chet. Thank you. Thank you. Chet, um, you know, how does it feel? You know, you're, <laughs> on, you're on the downhill swing now. There's literally so no. I've been told multiple times. There's nothing to look forward to. You can rent a car in four years. Hey, that's good. Yeah, but I don't know. It just feels like another birthday to me. Yeah, it doesn't get any better. Trust me. Yeah. The next four years are gonna fly by because I turned 21 and now I'm 26. <laughs> yeah, n- literally, there was no time in between. <laughs> Granted, there was a pandemic and spending countless hours in your house looking at a wall, yeah. but I digress. Enough about our personal lives, Chet. Let's go ahead and jump right in. We've missed a lot, folks. Uh, a lot. <laughs> That's what I sound like. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, we've missed a lot. So we are going to go out of order. We're just, we just, we just got a lot to talk about, Chet. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one on our list here, I'm going to need you to lead the way. Um, you mentioned Wesley Bryan. Yeah. So he just played in the Valspar. Um, it was a big tournament for him just because, uh, you know, a lot was riding on it. Still is for this year. Um, you know, he lost his tour status, unfortunately. I think he had to get solo sixth or better to keep his status on the PGA Tour. Um, he was on temporary exemption um, due to injury with mm-hmm. his shoulder. Um, but, yeah, it was there was a lot riding on it. Unfortunately, he fell short. Um, of keeping his status, so but throughout the year this year he will have some have sponsor exemption sure. and stuff like that just because he is a past champion. And but. and it's weird because I feel like there was a stretch there where we were seeing Wesley Bryan kind of pop up, maybe not top five, but at least top fifteen. There are a couple tournaments. Um, he's certainly not a big name, you know. I know who he is. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh. But I do know who he is. Um, obviously very talented. The thing is, it, it's it's really mind-boggling to me, and we're going to talk about Scotty Scheffler later on in the show, but how easy it is to be so good at this game sometimes, and I don't say easy as in it's easy to do, how easy they make it look, right? Right, yeah. Wesley Bryan, arguably, you know, to be on the PGA Tour, you have to be very good. Yeah. What What... I mean, he was on tour. You know, he had a couple good seasons. He's won. He's won. <laughs> so what? How do you just lose it like that? And I know injuries. I'm sure you know with the you know you mentioned exemptions um, and having a extended tenure with the PGA Tour because he had medical extensions. So injuries obviously have to have played a part in probably his poor play. Yeah. But I mean, you got to think when you start feeling the heat of like, oh my God, I, I have to to you know, finish tied 10th 
or tied six, like you said, to quali- like to s- maintain my status as a PGA right. Tour professional. That's when I think it gets even more mental, because exactly. not now you're not only are you trying to win a golf tournament, but you're trying to keep your career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would say it is definitely hard to be good at the game, um, but it's even more hard to be consistently good at it. DJ, I mean DJ's a great exactly. example. Yeah, he may not. I mean, he literally had a he had a twenty not twenty year stretch. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a 15-year stretch where he won every year on tour. Yeah, which is crazy. But, yeah, so I think that's where uh, Wesley kind of fell short is he did win, but keeping that consistently solid play throughout um, is definitely very difficult. Like for us as average players, you know, we can go out and shoot whatever 68 one day. Then the, the next, next day, day, it'd be 82. You know, exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's usually how it works, too. So it's, and like you said, mental aspect definitely plays a big role in that as well. Um, even if you have those bad days, it's like, you know, you got to um, break it down, break down your round or your weekend, whatever, into, you know, what went right, what went wrong, and what to work on. Because these guys are out there every single day practicing for hours on end. And you got to know when to just, let it go exactly and you got to just say okay bad day yeah but it's not that's not me consistently so hopefully i'm hoping you know for wesley Bryan's sake he's able to uh you know kind of get things figured out it's always it's always good when you see some of those lesser known you know one time two time tour winners get another win under their belt Mm -hmm. main obviously maintain their pga tour status um but in in light of of losing your tour card I wouldn't say he lost his tour card, but he's lost his mind, Chet. We're talking about Phil now. <laughs> that so, was a good segue. Th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Phil uh, has taken uh, indefinite you know, time away from the game. Uh, basically, Phil came out in full support of the Saudi League. Uh, you know... Truthfully, it's been so long since that was like big news. Yeah. Uh, I forget the 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 details of it all, but it was it's interesting. Um, Phil basically not he didn't get suspended, but he I think Jay and him Jay Monahan the PJ Tour um, what is it commissioner Yeah, <laughs> I was I just was thinking commissioner's not right. That's Batman. <laughs> 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 uh, commissioner Gordon, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, so Phil, I think it was a mutual like Phil did do some things wrong, you know, said some things wrong, um, and he could have articulated it so much better. Basically, saying that the PGA Tour needs to improve. That's true. Um, even you know the people who aren't suspended and didn't support the Saudi League have said that the tour does need to change some aspects about it. Right. But what's interesting to me about all of this, um. Phil, you know, missed the players. He's going to miss the Masters. He's not even going to the the Champions Dinner. What is this a mental health thing? Is is he just needing to get help personally outside of golf, outside of it all, or is is the PGA Tour just done with his antics? You know, you had the insider trading scandal, uh, which. I was too young to even know what insider training means. I was like, "What? what's wrong with trading inside? Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you have this. And 
it's sad to see. I think the biggest thing for me with all of this, Chet, and I, I love, I'm excited to hear your view on this, but Phil's legacy pre-December 2021 was legend. Yeah. He had just won the PGA Championship against all odds, the yeah. oldest major champion in history. And now you have this tainted legacy. Probably a lot how people looked at Tiger in 2009, yeah. but we know what happened, obviously, with Tiger. And it's a little different. Phil's Phil. Tiger is the needle. Right. Uh, but what what do you think? Do you, do you think he'll return? What, what are you? I mean, just I just don't know how to even put into words what happened with Phil. Yeah, so it's hard to say because as viewers of the PGA Tour, we only see their professional side of themselves, basically. So it's hard to say, you know, if it is a mental thing at all because we don't know what's going on with him personally, um, which is good. We don't need to know. You know, they need to have their own personal lives sure. and keep it to themselves. Um, but, I mean, he did say some things that weren't right, obviously, um, in his statement about the Saudi Golf League. I don't know if he was getting too comfortable of where he was standing with the PGA Tour. Um, or th or if he just his ego like you know. yeah and we've said it before that somebody from the PGA Tour said this is who he's always been it's just now coming to light yeah and I you know now that I think about it I think we did talk about this on we the did. last podcast we did, but I mean it's fine it's been a while but uh yeah no that that I think is out of all the quotes that came out of the whole Phil scandal because we can call it a scandal now right sure yeah. Uh, issue Keep that it light <laughs> yeah yeah not a scandal <laughs> yeah just a uh i can't even think of the word yeah. uh that is the quote from all the whole scandal that really i'm like okay so phil's just a scumbag yeah i mean it's just i don't know it's just baffling to so many people i think that we never really knew who he truly was i guess well in the show he how he acted you know in the show he puts on for the fans he's always you know, pre this, he was yeah. always known as the guy, you know, fans love him. Exactly. Like, he was up there with Tiger his whole career. I mean, he's obviously won the PGA Championship. So, I mean, he's always been a great golfer, and everybody loves him. He was known as... Phil the Thrill. Yeah, yeah. Like a good guy. So, knowing now that he's always been this one guy that we didn't know about, it's kind of like, okay, it's hard to trust. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know the whole story. We don't, and we'll never know the whole story. Exactly, which is fine. So, to kind of nutshell it all, does his legacy recover, or is is his, what, you know, six majors, 46 PJ Tour wins, tainted forever because of this? No, I he, he'll recover. It's... The, the it goes back to you know cancel culture again. How it, like it's just so dumb to me. I cancel culture is stupid in my opinion. But so I is his legacy is still there. You know everybody makes mistakes. I, it's fine. You I'm on your side with that too. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know. And look, we don't know, and that's the big thing. People said you know he's taking time away. Is it a suspension? Blah blah blah. But maybe Phil did need to work on his mental health. Maybe and maybe. Maybe he was going through a lot, you know, and this is all conjecture at this point, but yeah. maybe something led up to him feeling compelled to do this 
And we've all done things where we think, you know what, I'm in the right. I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then you do it, and all of a sudden, every all the other perspectives for what you you're just doing, didn't see the bigger you picture. just did not see the bigger picture. Yeah. And you may have not meant any ill content right you know you may have had others in mind when you were doing what you were doing but that's why you make mistakes because you got to learn from that and even though phil's 51 years old um he's still gonna make mistakes exactly i mean i see my dad three putt like five greens (laughs) around so and he's he's like 57 58 so you know, if he can three putt as consistently as he does, Phil's allowed a couple mistakes. <laughs> I do think, I do think, before he comes back to play, a press conference yeah. or something is going to have to be done. It will. Um, where he essentially, because he did technically apologize with that statement, but I read that it was like not a sincere apology whatsoever. No, no, and I think it's it's not even like I think he should do that. I feel like the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, is yeah. gonna require something Probably. like that because that's that's the big question. Was we don't know if he stepped away, if it was a mutual like either you step away right. or we're suspending you. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, definitely interesting. I don't want to see Phil's legacy be tainted. The PGA Tour Championship at Kiowa was one of the best majors I've ever watched. Yeah, it was sweet. I mean, the chip-in on, what, seven? You mm-hmm. know the one I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. out of the bunker. Yeah. That was pretty much, like, the peak part of the tournament, other right. than him winning. But, like, I, when that happened, it gave me the same heebie-jeebies that Tiger gave me when he won in yeah. 2019. You know, it's like, you're not going to – this is a generational talent. Tiger's a cinch a – cinch, centennial talent. There we go. There Look go. at that. Good job, Centennial. I was count. I was trying to count to a hundred in Spanish the other day, Chet. And how'd that go? Well, I only know CN, and then I I got real real crisscross <laughs> in the fifties and sixties. But Chet, uh, speaking of stepping away from the game, uh, this one's a little more depressing because it's not by choice. <laughs> Ricky, I was going to see if your segue was smoother this time, or the first one was just way too good of a segue i don't know i think that was better that was pretty good it wasn't as good as the first right one. yeah first one was like <laughs> yeah. yeah it was clean yeah uh so ricky fowler we talk about him probably more than any podcast in america uh, yep. unless it's like a uh you know rocket mortgage podcast <laughs> <laughs> you know ricky's the star um but the guy is 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 done i i just i don't know he he has to win the Valero done. to qualify for the Masters. And I'm going to bring up a quote I read uh, on Twitter. One of the um, – it actually might not have been Twitter. I think it was Golf Digest. I was reading an article. And they were talking about Ricky. And Butch used to be his coach, right? Mm-hmm. So Butch Harmon said to Ricky, he said, at some point you're going to have to make a decision. Are you a celebrity or are you a golfer? Oh, my. And I, I'm, I'm para, uh, what's the word? Para, parable? I'm not parable. What's, what's a, paraphrasing. Oh my okay, gosh. Yeah, that's what I thought you a, meant. A, a parable, I think, is like a fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was paraphrasing. So essentially, Butch was like, look, you either keep doing all these commercials, all these sponsors that you have, or you, they're sponsoring you to golf. So, you gotta you gotta choose one or the other. They'll right. still sponsor you, but 
would you rather your sponsors sponsor you when you're winning or when you're now mm. here? Who, as sad as it is to say, didn't qualify for the players, is not qualified for the Masters, and if you're not qualified, qual- if you're not qualified for those two, what aren't you qualified for, Chet? The other majors. The other majors, the FedEx Cup, yeah. the WGCs. I mean, at this point, Ricky is becoming a Wesley Bryan. Ooh. Just not injured. Oh, my. It's hard to say that. It is, but it's true. Six tournament wins. Yeah. And you know what? I feel so bad. Which I rem- is, it takes you back to, you know, playing consistently good again. It's it's very hard. It's difficult. Um, and you got this new talent coming up. Like, I saw the uh, the leaders or the FedEx Cup standings, and it's like a whole bunch of young guys that we saw come up, you know, and now they're at the top. Oh, it's it's, it's cool. It's very cool. and But it's also sad at the same it's time. It's sad. I mean, because I remember when Jordan, JT, Ricky, yeah. those guys were the yeah. young ones. Um, and they're still young. Yeah. You know, they're still the young ones, yeah. but they have just – And it is the beginning of the season still. So, I mean, there's time. But still, For sure. just seeing those guys at the top. And but – yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of young guys at the top, but the young guys that we're talking about right now, Colin Morikawa. Scotty. Scotty Scheffler. Sam Burns. Victor Hovland. Yeah. Sam Burns. Uh poor little Matt Wolf. He's he's yeah, down. He's down. down. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know what's crazy is like he won the three M, right? Yeah. And Victor, like right before that, Victor had won. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the same year that Colin, Colin won the PGA at Harding. So you literally like even some like I think Victor first win was uh This is Puerto Rico, right? You're right, yeah. yeah. So arguably Matt Wolf's win was bigger That's true to start off his that's career. True. Because the three M open is respectable the yeah. puerto rico open you know yes. there's actually a curse associated yeah. with that victory and tony have yeah. broken it though let's go come on um it is crazy to see. it's very exciting though i mean chet you're a big tiger fan right oh yeah in a world without tiger i don't know if i can pick a better lineup of guys to watch week in week out compete mm. that's true and that's by i mean look <laughs> it's not like i can go back in time and watch ernie and vj in their prime but we are very lucky. The yeah. talent the talent is deep. And the one thing Tiger changed, they're all killers. Yeah. They all Victor, you know, Victor Colin Colin went into two majors already. Yeah. Killer. It's crazy. Victor five wins already? Killer. Uh we just Sam Burns. Sam Burns. A guy who at one time I mean he's been on the tour a little longer than those guys. Yeah. But look at him now. Yeah. And you know. He's number two in FedEx Cup. Number two in FedEx Cup. The first defending Valspar champion in, what, over 20 years, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which means he won the Valspar, like, last week and then the year before for yeah. all our listeners. Yeah. Um, You know, and Sa- Sam Burns, I've been picking him quite a bit. Yeah. It's a good pick. He He's he's a stud. Yeah. And, and he was, I mean, you, you saw, did you see the playoff? Yeah. I did. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know what else you could say, but yeah, it's true. I mean, Max Homa's up there too. Yeah, he's young too. You and yeah. what's funny is we don't think he's old though because or that that young because you know he has a mustache and really long hair. <laughs> That's. 
I just don't associate with him with uh with the younger guys, even yeah. though he is like the same age, because I think his uh comeuppance on tour is different than the other guys. Mm. He didn't make a splash. He just casually swam out from shore. That's true. And you know, now now he's you know, he's it looks like a shark's attacking him out in the water. He's doing well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He's making some, some making he some is. waves, Chet. Yeah. Uh but let's we were just talking about him, but Sam Burns. Yep. I got him for a major this year. I mean, I don't doubt it. I think uh I agree. I, I he's, could he's gonna be a contender. US Open or PGA. Yeah. Not like British. That. Not yeah, British. Yeah, not British. That's and, a hard one to win. Yeah, that one is unless you're It's a, just a different style of play, man. Very different. And to be honest with you, you know, I, I know he's he since he's won, he's played in the British Open. But I don't really remember him like his scores or anything from yeah. the you know, so I don't know how well he did. Uh he could probably benefit from the Scottish Open move, you know, where all those all those guys right. go over and play the Scottish right before the yeah. British. And I think I think when players do that, it's it's like us, you know. The first the first week we go out to play golf. Now this is a little different example here, but the first week of the season when we get like a full, you know, eighteen Saturday, eighteen Sunday, maybe a nine here during the week. Right. Not very good, right? Yeah. But that second week, come back, start getting things figured out, right, Chet? That's right. It's the same concept, yeah. Just at a very, very, very high, much higher level. Yeah. <laughs> they already know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not. They're not like, oh man, my chipping's gone. I'm gonna have to practice, <laughs> and then I don't practice. <laughs> you show up and yeah. yeah. But no, uh, I got Sam Burns for a, a major. Um, I don't doubt it. I'm not betting against that. I. I really like him. He's yeah. very well spoken. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um and he's just another one of those I think he's from the class of 2011. I think he's 25. Really? No, 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 he's 25. So he would be 2 years younger than Jordan and JT. Yeah. Um which almost puts him like what? He's like right in between JT and Jordan and Victor and Yeah. Colin. Yeah, right between. Yeah. Uh which is so funny to see classes like that. Because you have I you have very distinct classes, right? Yeah. You have the JT, uh, Jordan, yeah, and then there was like a couple other guys in there that you don't really realize because they don't talk about them like together, yeah. Uh, and then you have the Victor and all them, and then you got Sam Burns right in the middle with yeah. no one really. You know how this is how competitive golf is, is we talk about these classes coming into the PGA Tour, and who are how many of them are we talking about in each class? At most three, I'd say at most three. I mean, here's the thing, and you Matt got, Wolf barely counts. I mean, but he's still good. Like, don't give me like he's gonna. He's one. He's gonna figure it out. But it's just crazy to me that you know we've played college golf at a very low level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, arguably the lowest level, <laughs> the but, lowest possible level. Yeah, <laughs> might as well have been playing in high school. Yeah, <laughs> or junior college. But anyway, um, that. But is still competitive as crap. Very competitive. I mean, for example, the OAC, yeah. Ohio Athletic Conference, the winning score for the the spring OAC championship, uh, I believe it was 36, 36, 18 holes. Brutal, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like 72, 72, 71, 75, yeah. 68. You know what? 
I mean, I'm good. I, I think I was like 75, 77, yeah. 70. You know, that, that's, that's respectable. Good. Exactly. I, I played, I was very happy with that. Exactly. I finished top 15, I think. Yeah. But <laughs> I played with, uh, the first day I played with the guy. Mm. Um, he looked like Patrick Reed, and he was just as annoying as I picture Patrick Reed. Ooh. So that kind of gets in your head a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I, I, I played well. I, I will give yeah. myself credit, but. The short game, that's where we differed. I had a I had a great short game in college. That's what I practiced the most. Um but when he his chipping, I don't think for the two days I played with him, because the last day I think they sp- switched tee times. I don't remember how it all worked. It was a long time ago, Chep. <laughs> I don't think he ever was out. You know how you picture that three foot ring around the hole? Yeah. Any chip the first two days I played with him was within that. Or or in. I watched him hit. He had two chip-ins from like 30-yard down downhill, like a bump-and-run kind of chip. Holy cow. This guy was on fire, and he, uh, you know, we're getting real off, off topic here, but That's man, fun. did he irk me. <laughs> so that was back in the day when I played Wilson Staff 50 Elites. Oh, yeah, dude. The way, I thought they looked cool, yeah. and I thought I could, I, I could spin them, you know? I, I could definitely spin those golf balls. Well, I hit out of the bunker. I thought I hit a great shot, right? It, it, but it just didn't check. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, doing my usual gripe, like, oh man, it didn't check. And this guy, I haven't said a word to him all day. You know, I'm in the zone, dude. Mm-hmm. He drops a. Well, maybe you shouldn't play Wilson Fifty Elite. Oh my cow! And I was like, okay, Patrick, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna set your green jacket on fire. <laughs> He was the worst, though. Everybody on like all the other teams hated him, so it it was nice. Yeah, of course. You, anybody you play competitively, there's always going to be that one guy who gets overly angry. Yeah, yeah, it's just annoying and it's full of, full of himself. But since we're on the topic of college, shit, I want to hear your best college round story. Oh man, it's not many because I was injured most of the time. Just give me one, and then I'll. I'll give I mean, you the one. best one was. I played, I think, a total of three tournaments. Um, just kind of sad, looking back at it. Um, good experience, but wish I didn't get injured. Anyway, uh, it was our home tournament um, at Chapel Hill. And I placed fourth individually as a freshman, which was awesome. Very good. Yeah. Um, I think I shot 70... Um, seventy-two, seventy-three. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it was thirty-six holes in one day. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. It was just looking back on it, just I was in the zone. I was just enjoying it, just because it was one of those rare moments where I could play a tournament and I wasn't injured. Yeah, <laughs> and it was our home home course too, so I was pretty comfortable. Definitely with it. helps with that. Yeah, as, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just fun, man. And honestly, that day I had a great group, great group of guys. For both rounds, um, we're just chilling, chatting. Those are the. Thing. I feel like my best round. We played up in Ironwood, up in wo- Wooden. What? Wo- it's a W. It's like way up to the left. <laughs> <laughs> to the left. It's <laughs> <laughs> good direction. Yeah, yeah. You drive and it's like super flat, but the greens were lightning. Okay. Six over with uh, six to play. And I'm like, oh my god! And it wasn't like I played bad. I had like two par threes that were over 190, and I just caught the long iron thin. Ooh, yeah. And it just went like in the worst possible. Like you're 
taken a bogey or double. Yeah. Like, you just had to. He's got to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get to the final six holes, which was one through six, because uh, it was shotgun. Yeah. Stuff, stuff a nine iron to six feet birdie. Next hole, par three, long one. Scrape by with a par. Next hole, I got like a seven iron, dead into the wind, stick it to like six feet birdie. So then, let's see, the next one was a par five, birdied. And I had an eagle look, too. I was like, oh, my. I mean, I was like, jeez. And I, I just found, like, the groove. Yeah. And, like, my putting just, everything just started clicking. clicking. And I was like, you're mid-round, so I was already comfortable. I was not, there's no nerves. At that point, I was just playing golf. Yeah. Last hole, par three, short. I catch this nine iron so flush. It's, like, back left on the fringe, pins front right, and I have, like, Double tier to go down. Lip out, tap in par. Oh my cow. I came in sixth. So I was pretty pretty that's pumped awesome, about dude. that. But closed it out really well. I was I mean, that's the best tournament. I had a I did have another one where I finished seventh and I drained the last hole. We were the last group. Cause it was a two day. <clears throat> and the last hole so we were the last group because we had the best three rounds. Yeah. And uh so all the coaches and teams were the green was like elevated and then there was a little hill where the clubhouse like patio was. Right. So all of them were standing. And I drained like a thirty five footer for Birdie. <laughs> so that was pretty lit. But uh I wish we would have actually got the chance to play golf together in college. Dude, that would have been like so competitively. Fun. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, not only would we have got to play together, but I would have got to absolutely whoop you in front Whoa. of like your teammates. And that's bold now. Chet. That's bold. Chet, you that's haven't even bold. played yet this year. I know. Hopefully next weekend we can get out. Uh, what are you doing Sunday? <laughs> this Sunday? Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. We'll figure it out. Uh, next up, and we're going out of order of the tournaments here, Chet, but Cameron Smith, dude. Yeah, wins the players, the unorthodox players. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a wild tournament. Yeah. Rain delay after rain delay. Monday, Not, no, it wasn't Monday. Fin- it was Monday finish. So Monday right. finish. Um, it. It was not Florida weather that week. It was literally like fifty degrees on Saturday. Yeah. Um. But that did not seem to phase Cameron Smith at all. Not at all. Not one bit. I. I'm pretty sure he closed the final round back nine with eight one putts. Yeah. Yep. And to win the biggest purse of the year. Yeah. That. How clutch? I mean, how clutch do you have to be to? See, I want to ask him. Did he know where he stood and what he had to do going into the back nine? Well, because with golf, I feel like things happen just out of the ordinary or I don't know what I'm looking for term wise, I guess out of the ordinary no that you just don't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of have eight, one putts in a row. That's, that's definitely clutch. It's so clutch. And, and obviously mean, he wasn't expecting that. Like you don't know what to expect in the game of golf. Never. You don't know what's going to happen. And I mean, you could hit a great drive and look at Paul Casey. Yeah. He ended up on 16 in that, the pitch mark of another ball. Yep. Which that rule needs to be changed. I agree. That's so if stupid. If you're in the fairway and you're in a divot, or a pitch mark, or a pitch mark, so you, dumb. Yeah, you should be able to move it. But <clears throat> the thing that gets me the best 
or just gets me with him is a 17. Mm. You got a two-shot lead. The pin is in its typical Sunday location. The front right. And you go at the pin, and he sticks it to it's, four feet. Yeah, that was the boldest shot of the week. I saw uh, a golf writer actually said, you know, I don't know if Cam Smith intentionally did that. They think he aimed center and just pushed That's it. That's what I was going to say. It was like looking whenever I was watching that, it looked like he was aimed left of it, but he may have just left his club face open by accident. But we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's he's it, only going to tell people he planned exactly, that. Exactly. I would. You kidding me? You kidding me? It's literally, <laughs> like, it's the reason that that tournament's great because, like, two more feet and Paul Casey's yeah. right in it. Yeah. And, and it's a playoff for Paul Casey's getting the win. Yeah. You know, and it it's just, that hole is so awesome. Yeah. And just honorable mention of that hole here, but Saturday, it was 30 mile per hour wins there. Uh, a group of Xander, yep. Scotty, the first group. and Brooks, right? Yep. Man, <laughs> sometimes I impress myself. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all three hit it into the water to start. Yep. Because they were starting on 17, if I remember right, because they had to finish their... They had to finish on 16, and then they went straight to 17. Just... <laughs> And it brutal. was brutal. I mean, yeah. the the amount of balls that went in the water on Saturday was like... Wasn't it a record? Yeah, it was yeah. like some in the 60s or something. Yeah. It was crazy. You couldn't go out the pin. You just wanted to hope. you know, hope And to. you don't know what the wind's doing because you're protected by grandstands all around you. So it's hard to tell how hard it's blowing, which direction, because it's swirling once it gets down in there. Mm-hmm. And that's why the graphic of when they show the wind yeah. over that hole is it's, so cool. It's sweet. But I, I just, I don't know if... Wait, I don't know what I would do in a pressure situation on that hole. Yeah. Like if someone had a gun to your head, Chet, and they were like, if well, he doesn't definitely pressure. If he doesn't hit the green, you're dead. And it's <laughs> what, 135 yards? You're hitting the golf ball? Yeah. Well, rest in peace, I guess. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a smooth nine. I'll probably catch it so flush. I'll be like, Chet, that's flush, it's on, and then it'll go in the water over the back. Yeah, because adrenaline, you didn't take that into account. I should have taken a pitching. <laughs> I can't speak anymore. Yeah. I guess Chet's dead, guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? We'll we'll put a plaque there on seventeen. Wow, wow! <laughs> just in in That's... remembrance of Chet. <laughs> but meanwhile, like I just a dark turd. Hey, you know what? I'm not the one with the gun to your head. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I tried to save you, Chet. <laughs> I tried. You should have told me pitching wedge. You, <laughs> you know my game. <laughs> Oh, my. Anywho. <laughs> Let's continue. All right. Well, I don't really have a segue. I can't really segue. Gun to Chet's head. Speaking of <laughs> guns to heads, Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> uh, that makes no sense, but yeah. That's why Let's I said I couldn't it. do it. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. What, right. what are the people in Norway going to say, Chet? Yeah, shout out to our Norway listeners. I just... I really hope it's Victor. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like, like, I, if... <laughs> If if it happened, even though he lives in the U.S., well, you know he may be. It's probably you know how like IP addresses work. I it, don't. His but IP address is in Norway, so whenever he listens, it's. <laughs> I have no idea. The biggest, the second biggest news, Chet, of the of the month that we've been gone. Scott, Scotty Scheffler, just wins an animal. Just an absolute animal. We've been saying it for the the whole time we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, when we started, no wins. Today, three. 
We have his last what seven stars? Five. Five stars. Starts. <laughs> That's just stupid. So not only did he defeat the match play king Kisner, who I'll give credit to. Dude, I always you got to bet on him in the match play, dude. He's so good. He's just mentally there, especially when it's one on one, dude. I just he just I think it's just like he's back home playing against his boys. Yeah, and he's a, again. I'm going to use my Thrives. term again. He's a killer. Yeah. In match play. Yeah. And that's why I think he's like very beneficial in Ryder Cup and well, Presidents Cup. I I think he's great. I and because here's the thing, he doesn't hit it as far as you don't need to. But he does not need to. Yeah. He can compete anywhere because of his putter exactly and his and his short game exactly. And that I I love the match play. It always is a safe bet to pick Kisner. Um, I was really glad to see Scotty kind of. Um, not, I mean, obviously, I wanted him to win too. I wanted both of them to win, but seeing Scotty kind of redeem himself from yeah. losing to Horschel. Uh, so here's the real kicker, though. With that win, that's three wins in the last five starts. The fastest person uh, to mm-hmm. number one in the world was what, Tiger or Jordan? Um. I know they were on the list. I forget. They're, I think they're one and two, and I don't yeah. know who's who. But let's say Tiger, 252 days from first win to number one in the world. Yeah. Scotty Scheffler, how many days, Chet? Was it 54? 42, 42 days. 42 That's days insane. to go from never having a PGA Tour win to now <laughs> having three PGA Tour <laughs> wins in your last five starts, and you're the number one player on the planet. I'm speechless. Like that's just insane to me. I where okay, so let's look at it this way. Where does this leave his career for the future? I think I think he's gonna be another JT Jordan. He's always gonna be a threat. Okay. I think he's consistent enough. I think he's definitely obviously he's got the game. And now now, I mean I was, he knows how to win. He knows how to win. He, I mean, and look at his tournaments won. They're not, they're not the Puerto Rico Open. They're not the Barracuda. They're the Waste Management, the rowdiest golf tournament on tour, yeah. the Arnold Palmer, which is one of the hardest courses. one of the hardest courses on tour, and the Match Play, a WGC, which is an entirely different format. At, and you're not just playing 72 holes during the Match Play. You're playing over 100 holes of golf. Yeah. That's not including, I mean, that's if you just play 18 holes each match, not including playoffs. That's true. So, the guy can do it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, I agree. I, I, you know, I said uh, Sam Burns for a major, right? Yeah. Uh, I could argue that Cam Smith could get a major this year. I think he's an I, Augusta favorite, dude. Yeah. I think he he's could up there. tear up Augusta. He's up there. But, I mean, Jordan's going to be up there, too. Gosh, he already yeah, he's, it's he's, his course. It's man. his course, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that. No matter how bad he's playing, he's still like within the top five for <laughs> yeah. betting. Like he's like the Dude, a he's favorite. Uh, he's, he's number three favorite this week at the Valero, and he's defending champion. So, well, we'll uh, dive into that. But yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, continue. I completely lost. Oh, and I. Oh, so Cameron Smith, Sam Burns. Yeah. Scotty, I think. Any and I'm not picking any major for him. I think he could go out and win any single one of them. I think he's especially mm. this season. He's you hot. Even think like the Open, British Open. A hundred percent. Okay. A hundred. I think. 
I think right now that man is as confident as I dream of being. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I want to see when the British Open again? Tom Watson. No. Oh. <laughs> 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 Shane Lowry. I would love to see Shane. He's actually coming into form he is. as of late. He, He's been pretty consistent. He had a good match play showing. Uh, he was up there, was it the Arnold Palmer or the Valspar? I think it was the Valspar he was up th- uh, in the mix. I think so. But, yeah, he's he's definitely coming back around. My favorite thing about him is you look at – you have your Sam Burns. You have yeah. your Brooks. Young guns. You just have these guys who are fit and shape. And, and that's not to say that Shane Lowry – I bet you he's stronger than we even give oh, him yeah, credit exactly. for. And I bet you he's more flexible than we could ever dream exactly. of. Exactly. But – that guy looks like he can put down a burger and enjoy some yeah. beer. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, and I always. That's golf, dude. That's why I love it. That's the beautiful part right yeah. there. Anybody can. Any compl- anybody can play. And it doesn't matter. I mean, you look at me, Chad. I beat you all the time, and my swing's terrible. Whoa, whoa. I'm winning between us in our lifetime record. I want you to know. What is it, six and five? Yeah. Well, if you would show up to a golf course every once in a while, this. Sorry. I'm busy. Well, I'm busy. I don't care, Chet. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I'm busy too. You don't want to graduate, you know. It's not worth it. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it, Chet. Especially, I mean, your save. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just it kidding. was a good save. All our viewers are like, "Oh, Henry cares." <laughs> I don't. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, all our viewers, by the way, our listeners. I didn't mean to disrespect no. you like that. No, I'll dare you. Um, let's jump, you know, I, I'm very hyped for Scotty. I'll close with that on the whole Scotty Scheffler yeah, topic. I'm glad to see him up there. I, I knew he was going to win. It was, he should have won the Memorial, what, when John Rahm got disqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple tournaments last season that he had. He, he just came so close so many times. Yeah. And to see him finally just. And now three tournaments. Five that, starts. Three that's just unreal. Insane. And I. <laughs> The amount of money he's made in the last yeah. six weeks. Come yeah. on. Yeah. But, Shit. like, these guys, I don't know. I feel like they're not really in it for the money. Like, I get it. It's a part. Like, they have to compete and play well um, for, you know, their livelihood and to make money, you know, to provide for the families. But I heard, uh, I think it was Joel Damon say um, – they're like, what would a you know a win at the Masters? He was like, or no, they asked him, does a win change your life or something? He goes, no, it doesn't change my life. He's like, I think it changes your career, but it doesn't change your life. It's like I'm not here, I'm not living and dying by the game of golf. And he's like, I'm grateful that I get to play it as my job. Mm-hmm. He's like, but it doesn't change my life. It only changed my career, which was really cool. That is a, that's a good point, especially what he's been through. Like yeah. he had cancer and beat it, and now look where he's at. Like I he's, think that's incredible. He's very good. Yeah. I mean, and he's you know in our fantasy, he's when I don't know who to pick, dude. Yeah. I picked Joel. He's Damon. a wild card. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not know that he had cancer, so I'm yep. glad to hear that he's yep. um, doing better. Yeah. Um, that is a, that's a great quote. Um, I do think it changes their life. But I, I think it's a better point. I think that's a great point. It changes their career. Yeah. Their life is so much more than golf. And sometimes as podcasters, as casual fans, I think we, I definitely know I forget that sometimes. Exactly. You know, um, that'll, 
it's exciting to to win a major and it definitely changes your career and it does change your life but you're not defined just by that exactly. win. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the big takeaway. That's very cool. Which we can look at that with Wesley Bryan and Ricky, you know. I watch a YouTube video, so Wesley Bryan, obviously the Bryan bros, they have a YouTube channel they yeah. just do all the time. Um, his brother runs it now. But uh, he kind of did a post-round interview for their YouTube channel. He was sitting at home after he lost his card or his uh, status. And he was like, you know, he's like, it's fine. My career's over with. He's like, but I got a beautiful family. He's like, I can be mad all I want, but I have a beautiful family. You know, I can go back home and just enjoy life. And it's just like, they're so yeah. optimistic and, and his, they don't care, man. And who's they to do. say his career's over? Yeah. And he's like, I, it's not over. It's far from over. Yeah. It's he's like, going to keep fighting. That's, like, that's all you can do. Exactly. And with golf, that's all you ever can do. Yeah. It, it, even when a player looks like they're in peak control, mm. There's still, I mean, 99% control, sure, but 1% out of control, Yeah, that can lead to, what, 11 for Rory at Augusta, yep. <laughs> you know? A man who was on top of the world. Yeah. I think he had a five-shot lead, four-shot lead. Blew it. Yep. So that's that's the, cru- I think that's the best way to describe it. That's the cruelty of golf yeah. right there, yeah. is that it doesn't matter how in control you are, one split second. Game of inches, man. Oh man, I love it. I'm so ready to play. <laughs> I'm so ready to play. We got the Masters next week, dude. Speaking of, let's let's jump through this Valero real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valero Texas Open. Um, it's a year to date of probably one of the <laughs> most rewarding fan experiences I've ever had. One thousand and change days since Jordan Spieth got his last win. He last year obviously won the Valero Texas Open. Valero. I've been saying it wrong like five times, haven't I? It's okay. Valero. Valero. <laughs> it's okay. Valero. It's Texaca. <laughs> uh, what What are your thoughts on Spieth so far this season? Hasn't played much. No. Has a new kid, so no. he has perspective. <laughs> What's it like to not be lonely, Jordan Spieth? Um, no, I'm just joking. I don't have him as a pick for this week I, it's hard to def- it's hard to defend a championship uh I do think he could do it but I also from what I've seen this season swing is there I think you know I I do think he's playing well but his putting I don't know what's happened but at the match play tell me how many times you've seen Jordan Spieth from five feet miss the cup yeah like hardly ever it's yeah, I don't know. Lately it's been a little rough for him. I agree. But uh I feel like recently for him to play well, it's a lot about being comfortable in the tournaments that he plays. Um just cuz he's been going through so many swing changes. Like you sent me that video of him on the range at the Dell match play last I week. I said, "Bruh." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's trying so many different things and it, you know, maybe working. I don't know. Um, but it's just for his mental sake, um, getting back to where he can win consistently again. I feel like it's a lot to do with, you know, comfortability. Cause look at his last win was Valero. It was in Texas. That's a, that's a state. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I and do like think he's always up there at the masters, no matter how bad yeah. he's playing. So. I think, I think we'll officially be worried if he doesn't put well at Augusta. Yes. I agree. That's when I'll that be like, okay. True sign. Yeah. Uh, because 
I mean, look at 2018. Now, that was like peak slump speed right yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. he fired up that electric <laughs> final round 64 where he hit the stupid branch on 18. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Of course, guess who else was up there? Ricky. <laughs> yeah, I know. And of, of all the people that could have won that tournament, Patrick Reed freaking wins. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I don't have... Jordan, obviously, I think a good pick this week would be Charlie Hoffman. He seems to always play well at the Valero. Which they're in the same group. Yeah, I think he was he was in the final group last year with. Speed. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, it's a great tournament. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want. I don't. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want Speed to win this week. I don't either. Because, not. It's not even because I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win the week before the Masters. Yeah. I was hype he won last year. Yeah. But going into the Masters after it's right after a win, it's hard to win back to back. There's only a couple, well, one player that I know of who really <laughs> is good at it. Um but yeah, I really uh I hope I hope he plays well. I hope he takes some positives from the week, but I hope he doesn't try too hard because next week is yeah, he's got to look at his preparation for next week for sure. Yeah, and he hadn't he hasn't played a lot. Yeah, I mean he's played, but you know, let's be honest here, he didn't even make it out of group stages in the match play. So you're only there technically playing fifty four holes. Yeah, if that because he lost. Yeah. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see. I I obviously am rooting for him, but at the same time, you know, we're on the same page. It's Masters next week. Yeah, that's the that's the big ticket. Don't win. Go win the, ma- yeah. the Masters. And don't win the par three contest either. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do First that. year it's back. Dude, I know. Let's jump. Let's jump Dude. right to it. <laughs> we got to. It is the Masters next week. Yeah. Jordan Spieth's playing in the Valero. That's all you need to know. That's right. Uh, the Masters <laughs> next week. Um, Very excited. First year uh, since 2019, right, that we're getting um, the par three championship or the par three contest. Mm-hmm. Uh. Everything is going to be back to normal. Yeah. Grandstands are back. Come on. Uh, the hype behind this tournament is, at, you know, it's funny. Two weeks ago, Phil was out, right? Yeah. So you're thinking, okay, the first time since 1994 that Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods are not playing in the Masters. Crazy. The hype is there, Chet. It's there, man. So... <laughs> In today's digital age, we have the wonderful ability to track <laughs> oh private planes. This was just like, it's it's to be expected, but I didn't expect it, if that makes sense. I, I didn't like, expect it either. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not shocked that somebody tracked Tiger Woods' plane to land in Augusta. <laughs> so, like, the, as soon as it took off, they tracked it. As soon as it took it. off. <laughs> I don't know how they knew, but, so this is also, we're going to speak of a, an illegal video because... Apparently, you're not allowed to film on this golf course. So, timeline, folks. Last Friday, Saturday, yeah, footage showed up of Tiger walking medalist, which is the course very close to his house. Um, walking medalist and playing tournament reps, with which means caddy, yeah. with Joe LaCava, means he's putting everything out, walking the course as if it was a tournament. So, you see this, Tiger taking swings, right? Then, plane takes off for Augusta. Yesterday, we get reports that JT, Tiger, and Charlie Woods are on the range. And, you know, sources report a full 18 holes was walked 
as if playing a tournament. Meaning this guy is testing the water with his injuries. Um, a recent tweet that I saw before I actually drove over here, Chet. A source from South Florida states the speed, the ball striking, and the short game are like they never left. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my. So, I also saw Riggs Barstool uh, say on his podcast um, that he wouldn't enter a tournament, Tiger wouldn't enter a tournament without thinking that he's going to win. Like, that's so true. It. Tiger literally says that. He's going to compete as much as he can. Exactly. And you remember, I think this is an interview in the 90s, like before he like. Yes, yes. The interview where the, it's an it's another tour pro. Oh, what's his name, dude? I know his name. You know why we don't know it? Because <laughs> he yeah. doesn't really win. <laughs> Dogged on Tiger, too. Uh, Karma. But he literally, what did he say to him? He said, um, said or Tiger. No, Tiger. He said, "What what's a good finish for you this week? It's his first tournament. He goes, I'm I'm here to win. He go and he just starts laughing at him. He goes, "Now, why wouldn't I enter a tournament without thinking I'm going to win? It's just why would you even show up?" Yeah, I don't show up to a tournament. And then and he's like, "You'll learn. You'll, you'll learn." learn. You'll and learn Tiger, Tiger just smiles. Yeah, <laughs> <They'd>... <laughs> he's oh my the gosh. best golfer. Like, put that on like worst takes of exactly. of the last thirty years. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in that moment, obviously, he's a new kid. And, so. you know, you have – it's like the LeBron James of golf, right? You have all this hype surrounding you. And if – I mean, LeBron has a great career, but people are still never going to give him the credit he deserves because he didn't have 10 championships, you know? Right. Uh, But Tiger – Tiger's not going to play if he doesn't think he can win. And Curtis Strange. That's Curtis Strange. Yeah. There we go. Uh, But I think the main thing is is if if he's walking Augusta – and he can walk it well, and but I I think the big thing is is he's he probably played yesterday. He's gonna either practice or play today. Walk maybe yeah. nine practice whatever it is, and the same thing tomorrow. It's how his body feels after he's done prepping. Yeah, because not only that he's got to prep now to see if he can handle it, and then he's got to go into next week and do all the the pro am the yeah. practice round all of that. So. He's got to make sure his body's good to go. And I know this is said way too much, but the cameras don't do the undulation in the hills of Augusta justice. Yeah. We, as as poor individuals, <laughs> will never, hopefully, hopefully someday, but right as of right now, it's not looking pretty, to go, we'll never be able to, to see that in person. Yeah. So we'll never know, but... Anyone who ever goes there says it's it's one of the hardest courses to walk. Yeah, and there's a reason. It's literally the the biggest tournament of the year. Yeah. Um, I think Tiger's playing. I think he's going to contend. Yeah. I I don't even want to know what. Well, I just after the first day, if he fires up like a 68, 67, mm. I I'm excited just to see Twitter. It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. You're going to have Larry Fitzgerald like mid interview, <laughs> like, "Hang on, Tiger's putting." Yeah. You remember that for the. Yeah. So I mean. He's the needle. I I li- I was excited for the Masters. I love the Masters. Dude, yeah, obviously. But now I'm like, it needs to be Monday <laughs> yeah. right now. And not only that, but you know the national championship game is Monday night, so yeah. it's a perfect way to lead into That's the greatest right. week of right. the year. So yeah, for sure. Uh, you think you think Tiger's gonna play? I mean, yeah, all 100%, this prep, hundred percent. I mean, 
You know, I would say he wouldn't fly there just to play and practice and not play, but at the same time, you know, he's got to figure out where he's at and where he stands with how he's feeling. And I, mean, I, th- I get that. Yeah. I and understand. I, and you don't – excuse me. You don't want to – Hurt yourself. Exactly. Either. And, you know, and like DJ falling down the stairs. Yeah, he has a The fan. night before. And my thing is, we he doesn't owe us anything. Exactly. If he doesn't play, yeah, I'll be upset, yeah. but... It's just this thing where we don't want to see legends, <coughs> you know, walk away from the game. Like, and that day's coming way sooner. Unfortunately. Way sooner than we think, yeah. but... And we know, want to see him get to 83. So. We do. Yeah. <laughs> I just... There's... Before the tournament, when Tiger... Now that Tiger's... Hopefully in it. The only thing I can think about is like, wh- what if? What if he wins, dude? What if? This would be the tournament to win, I feel like. We said that in 2019. The Masters is the the best major chance he has every year. Yeah, I agree. Because the rough, not as none. detrimental. Yeah. If anyone, you know, I, if I, if I told somebody I needed to design nine green in my backyard, I'd have to call Tiger Woods. He knows it better than the designer, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. Just so excited. Uh, I I really can't even like that's all we can talk about. You know yeah. the Masters. Other than Tiger Woods, who who do you got? Oh man, that's I, tough. I said Cameron Smith. I think Cameron Smith's a great pick for the Masters. I agree with that. I really do. Um, what about Zalatoris? What's your thoughts on that? I think he could definitely do it. Yeah. He's whatever he did with his putting in the match play to change. He changed the way he was taking it back or whatever the coach did. Uh, I mean, it was way different. It was way better. He actually was making putts, and that's why he made it past the round of the group the group stage. Yeah. Um, Zalatoris is. I mean, his ball striking is what's going to carry him around that golf course. You have yeah. to. You have to hit good irons. Ball placement. Yeah. Um, and also, I think. Oh, who was it? Just slipped my mind. Oh my cow! Oh yeah, DJ. DJ's a good pick. His 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 form is. I mean, Dell match play last week. I I don't. It's so funny with DJ because he's so lackadaisical. <laughs> it, it's really interesting to me because even in this slump, you could say, it's not like when Jordan had a slump. Like no one is asking what's wrong with Jordan because DJ still, even when he's playing bad, isn't playing like that bad. Yeah. You know, like Jordan was bad yeah but dj just seems he just doesn't care enough it's like oh i played <laughs> so, bad oh, oh well yeah. yeah it's always next week <laughs> well, what's next week <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so oh it's the master dj would be a good pick as oh, well yeah. um it's tough man it's hard making picks for the masters any major honestly it it really it's is it's packed so good players it's the best players in the world yeah. i and we got amateur austin greaser oh he's playing in he's it he's playing man Oh, fun fact. Vandalia, Ohio. From Vandalia, Ohio, Austin Greasers. That's very cool. Yeah. Did not know that. I will definitely be watching him. Yeah. Um, Maybe get him on the pod. We should try. Give her a best shot. (laughs) No. Maybe that would give us some clout, Chet. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Um, But no, I I think another good pick here. I'm going to throw two more out at you. Okay. I got Victor Hovland. That's a good pick. I think he, he's a guy who can go out and win every week. But I want to see him get a major because I yeah. told Jesse and Grant that I think he's going to be better than Colin Morikawa when it's all said and done. Mm. And secondly, 
Um, and I had the name in my head, and now it's gone. Same thing happened to me. Um, what is his name? Uh, bum, 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 not Tony Finau. I don't. Bum, 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 I don't know, Chad. I can't remember now. But now and the music's stressing me out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. But you know, the Masters is pretty much the tournament we wait for all year, right? Um, I think. I think uh, we should try to do, and I'm saying this on air, so we're committed. I think we should do. I know what you're gonna say. A Sunday watch party. I knew you were gonna say that. I had that in mind as well. Uh, but I do. It's a yearly tradition to watch with my dad. So if we could haul the stuff over there, yeah, that would figure it out. You know, mom will make dinner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, I'll be there. Um, I watched it with you last last year at your dad's house. Yeah, we got pizza, right? That was after we played Beachwood. Yeah, I, that. Why does that feel like two years ago? It's forever. I don't know why. But anyway, yeah. anywho. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, are, is it time, Chad? Are we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, I have a couple things to say here. Uh, first of all, as always, I want to give a great shout out to our sponsor, Flags Flagstick Golf Apparel. Um. Basically, log on to their website. Season is coming around. Golf polos, golf shorts, golf pants pullovers if you live in a northern state uh <clears throat> sock hats or just regular hats whatever yep. floats your goat um, floats your goat <laughs> <laughs> uh just log on muni pros podcast uh or uh, <laughs> muni pros is the uh promo code promo code thank you i don't know why i couldn't yeah. think of promo so just enter muni pros you get 10 percent off and i actually have another sponsor uh chet is not aware of this but i want to give a shout out if you are in the miami valley and are looking to find the right home or a rental property, but don't know where to start, get in hold of the proud Daytonian Spencer Maxwell at Coldwell Banker Heritage. Uh, You know, he wrote out a whole script for me. I just want to, uh, I'll give you his number. He is the guy for your needs for anything in the housing market in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Good childhood friend of mine, one of my best friends. Uh, Spencer Maxwell, phone number 937-572-5382. Sorry, Chet, I hate to just throw a new sponsor. I love it. He asked what he could offer us for us to give him a shout-out, and I said, Spencer, (laughs) unless you're selling houses in Norway, you don't have to pay (laughs) us anything. (laughs) So if you are in the Miami Valley and you're looking for a realtor, Spencer Maxwell, uh, you can get a hold of him with that phone number, uh, or you can message our Twitter or Instagram accounts, and we will get you in touch with him. We do appreciate all the support listening, as always. Uh, again, folks, the Masters is next week. Tiger Woods is maybe playing. The greatest two and a half weeks of, or week and a half stretch of our lives is ahead of us. Yep. Chet, as always, this is the Muni Pros Podcast. I'm Henry Bourne. I'm Chet Jamison. Thank you all very much, and we'll see you soon. Yep, take care.